Hey everybody, this is Karis Frigi, and this is a daily devotional podcast where I will read a portion of scripture, a new one every day, and then share some thoughts that I've written on it. I hope it encourages you. Hey everybody, today is March the 18th, and we're going to read all of John chapter 11. Um, This is such an incredible story, so I'm going to read it, and then I'll read some thoughts at the end as well. Uh, Here it goes. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. After saying these things, he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he's fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he meant taking rest in sleep. And then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died. And for your sake, I am glad that I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. So Thomas called the twins said to his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. Now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off. And many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who's coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in private, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were with her in the house consoling her saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? 
Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he's been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what he did, believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. So the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered the council and said, What are we to do? For this man performs many signs. If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all, nor do you understand that it is better for you that one man should die for the people, not that the whole nation should perish. He did not say this of his own accord, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation, and not for the nation only, but also to gather into one the children of God who were scattered abroad. So from that day on, they made plans to put him to death. Jesus therefore no longer walked openly among the Jews, but went from there to the region near the wilderness, to a town called Ephraim, and there he stayed with the disciples. Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and many went up from the country to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. They were looking for Jesus and saying to one another as they stood in the temple, What do you think, that he will not come to the feast at all? Now the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that if anyone knew where he was, he should let them know so that they might arrest him. I love this verse. So the sisters sent to him and they said, Lord, he whom you love is ill. This chapter is immensely important. The one he loves is sick. The sisters are equally loved by Jesus and they wait in hopeful expectation for Jesus to hightail it back to save them just in time. He's healed random strangers before their eyes time and again. And surely for Lazarus's sake, this miracle will be no different. But a day passes, and still he hasn't come back. Two days, three days. A horrifying sense of abandonment settles into these two sisters as their brother slips from life. They have faithfully hosted Jesus, provided for his eclectic group of friends, worked to make meals stretch to feed all those hungry, boisterous mouths, and this is the reward for their friendship? Nothing. No answer. Silence. Grief, trauma, and pain are all transformed by the presence of Jesus. But to feel that he is absent in that dark place, that is truly dark. Someone runs back to the house of mourning. He's come. Martha, ever dutiful, rises up, straightens her clothes, readies herself to see the hope that failed them. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. This accusation is also a confession of deep hurt. If you had just done what we asked, none of this would have happened. She's confident that Jesus can do anything, but confused why he didn't do it for them. Why do bad things happen to the ones he loves? Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. 
I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? What the sisters hadn't predicted was that love had positioned them. Love had nominated them to participate in the greatest miracle of Jesus's ministry yet, and the miracle that would ultimately make his own death imminent. And then Mary brings Jesus to the tomb, to the place where death has crushed their hopes. And Jesus weeps. He weeps for humanity, for the unendurable process of death that was never supposed to be. And he weeps for Eden. But he isn't there only to weep. He is there to demonstrate perfect love, his perfect authority over death in the grave. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of God? The glory of God is the goodness of God, the goodness of his love. When Jesus had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. As Sally Lloyd-Jones says, he makes all sad things come untrue. The sisters' collective grief, their doubt in his love, all their accusations are stripped off like the clothes that bind their brother. He is good. y'all thanks for listening today john 11 is one of our family's um just like most personal chapters it has um sustained us it is that verse that did i not tell you that if you would believe you would see the glory of god is actually what we put on the bracelets um for when our son was in treatment it was the verse that we prayed over his life and the verse that we felt like god spoke to us the week before he was born um and This chapter, I think, is really helpful for anyone who's ever followed God and had something happen where, um, as I was talking to a friend the other day, where they have actually felt disappointed in God's um, taking care of them. I don't know if you've ever been in that position, but if you have, it's not a discouragement (laughs) to even admit it. It's important to admit it. I think Mary and Martha kind of model that for us in this story, coming before Jesus and saying, we're disappointed. If you had been here, this wouldn't have happened. Um, And I love their perfect redemption that what they didn't realize was that he was planning this dramatic miracle. But there's a line in there where before he even comes back, where Jesus says that those who, who walk in darkness don't have the light. And I think the point is that he's trying to get light into our hearts. And that happens before the miracle. It happens through faith and through the gift and the substance of faith, like Hebrews says. And this all reminds me, if you wanted to go a little deeper today into Hebrews 11, I know we've already looked at that even through the devotional, but um, further down in the chapter, as it lists kind of the two results of faith, where half of the people receive their dead back from life and escape and narrowly get to shut the mouths of lions and stop swords and and like they win but then there's this other half of faith where they're sawn in two and they wander about in caves and and there is the tension that we live in a kingdom where there's the now miracle and the not yet miracle 
but we trust his goodness in the middle of it all. So I don't know where you are on that spectrum today, but if you are feeling disappointed in something that the Lord didn't provide or didn't come through on, I would just encourage you to get time with him over the next couple of weeks and begin to process that because that disappointment, I love how Melissa Helser says, disappointment clogs the wells. So if your your well is feeling clogged, it is good to go before the presence of God and just pour out your heart. He really wants to hear it. And then I also think he wants to heal those places of deep wounding. And that doesn't happen in a day, um, but he is faithful to do it because like when Moses asked to see the glory of God, it says that God caused all of his goodness to pass in front of him. I think that's in Exodus 34. I didn't look that up to be sure, but either 33 or 34. Um, But it would be worth it to even read that as well and realize that God really is good. Um, And this story is so wonderful to spend a lot of time and I'm sure I miss so many details. I have certainly loved it over the past few years and returned there many times and I hope that it encourages you today and we will read John chapter 12 tomorrow. Have a great day.